0: If you're new here, I've got a free gift for you on how to scale your agency to multiple six and even seven figures and beyond by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself from the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Again, that's 720-792-8036. Just text the word freedom and I'll send you the free gift on how to achieve freedom in your agency and life. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Will Perry. Will has run over $65 million in paid social and paid search ads. He is obsessed with direct response marketing and is the owner of three different businesses. Reason a D- done for you ad agency doing six uh, with six and seven figure spenders. He has future content a done for you user generated content agency for TikTok advertisers as well as Elite Media Buyers Academy a done with you coaching program that helps agencies get their media buyers to an elite level. Will, welcome to the program.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, that intro.
0: We <laughs> we 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 set you up, right? Now you got to deliver, man.
1: Hopefully, I trust me. I will plan to do that for you. I want it to be valuable for your listeners, for sure.
0: I I love this. I mean, dude, I, I'm a big. Uh, we spend a, not. I mean, look, a lot of money. We spend some money on ads. It's a, it's a big marketing channel for us. I really started and didn't have any experience with advertising at all, probably in 2014. And and I've spent the last you know, seven, eight years kind of becoming more and more of a, of a practitioner in this space. And mm-hmm. like the, the well is deep, man, you can go, you can go so far down the rabbit hole of paid ads and performance ads and direct response marketing. And so, I just I'm excited to geek out with somebody for the next you know 20 minutes. Yeah, let's
1: geek out. Um, hopefully, I I mean I can get really nerdy um, and really down into the weeds. I'm a very SOP oriented marketer, so I've got like an SOP for everything. So hopefully that's not too dry of material. But I think I think those that uh, uh, really crave to do well in the space like they'll probably dig it.
0: I mean, let's, I'm going to start with, uh, you know, I kind of usually lead these a little differently, but, uh, I, you know, today I'm just, I don't know anything let's about, script about TikTok ads. Okay. Like what, as a platform, what is that doing for, for businesses? Right. Is it, is it too early or is it a platform that people should be exploring? I mean, I know from the, the, the watch time consumption, it's like yeah. insane. And it's usurped like every platform out there. And then some by like a mile and a half in terms of like daily watch time is uh, how how has the advertising platform been effective for for businesses?
1: I mean, the advertising platform is very strong. Um, you know, whether you're service based or you know, ecom, you know, selling you know, info product or physical product online. What I would say is that TikTok's not necessarily suited for the newer advertiser. The startup, if you will, reason being, takes a lot of content development to get TikTok going and also scale it, and then keep consistency going to drive revenue, sales, etc. So, typically, more pre-established businesses, you know, we would say, hey, if you're considering, if you're already running Facebook, Google, maybe YouTube, that sort of thing, and you're looking for traffic expansion, you're looking for more traffic, TikTok is a no-brainer. If you are a startup and you're looking to kind of get things going, you're probably better off still trying to figure out google and and Facebook because your your actual upstart costs in ad creative and things like that are just much less and um, than what you'll see you know on TikTok. And TikTok is a little bit of a it's not as a high converting of a platform. You know, so you are going to see, depending on the niche, you are going to see some higher cost per acquisition on there. We still see stuff on Facebook that beats TikTok. But you can't compete with the advertising cost with TikTok with regards to the CPMs and things like that. So just to kind of tie a bow on that, if you are a pre-established brand with a proven offer, TikTok's a no-brainer. If you're a startup, you're going to have a lot of uh, investment into your actual content development to get the channel going.
0: Is that because I mean I know as somebody if, if you're producing TikTok content on the organic side, you know the the length. I mean, you have to be kind of like churning out like a lot of stuff to stay in people's feeds and to continue to like get get those those views. But on the advertising side, I mean, is it is it the same thing? Do you have to just kind of have like a great organic presence in order to be successful? as an advertiser or
1: no you don't have to have a great organic presence to be successful as an advertiser but what you will need is like a minimum of 10 to 15 new pieces of UGC video per month just to like spend a $1000 a day on the platform you know talk about that rabbit hole thing that you this is the black <laughs> this is where the black we're, hole we're begins we're getting into
0: it i want to just just shower me with so yeah. so why cuz if i went to like if I went to YouTube and said, I want to spend a thousand dollars a day, I mean, I might have a couple of pieces of content and yeah. I can scale that out, right?
1: Sure, for sure. When it comes to TikTok, because it is such an engagement trends oriented focused platform, you've got to be on the up and up, right? Like you've got to, you've got to have trending editing styles in in your videos. You have to have, you know, trending. What's uh, music in your videos? You've got to have just trending. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like stuff that's going on in society where there's like indirect references to, you know, things going on in the world around us that actually make sense. Like TikTok is an engagement first platform. People are on the platform to be entertained. So the ad creative has to be relevant to them and where they are right now. And so that usually means developing a a lot of content weekly and a lot of content monthly in order to continue to capture that engagement.
0: Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. Do you, do you as I mean, I assume B2C, it, it's got to be like 100% persona driven like influencer like style yeah things. No branded,
1: like, no branded content. That's a no-no. Um, <laughs> no sure. branded so, content.
0: What what does yeah. that mean? Like like I can't have my logo on it anywhere? Or is it it just like can't be like a like a graphics driven like like you know kind of thing?
1: Graphics driven, you know, content. You know, sure. Maybe you could have like your logo at the end of the creative or things like that. But indirect references to the brand where like you have an unboxing video for example and let's say that your butcher box you know and and a customer's opening their butcher box well you have obviously the brand front and center through a native driven very organic style of content and so you're doing your branding that way indirectly versus directly by like literally putting a banner or you know some designed graphic material like you're you're referring to Basically what happens is the more designed your creative is, the higher your advertising cost. Like there's direct correlation. <laughs> so between like the season. less
0: the less we spend yeah. on production value, the yes. the but 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 it's probably production in different ways. Like I imagine yeah. like when I see people doing like when I see like the, the really good TikTok videos, I mean they're the they're they're putting a lot of thought into the creativity behind it they're putting a lot of editing work behind it, but they're not necessarily putting production. Right, They're shooting and editing and they're doing some fancy stuff.
1: Right. This is the difference, right? Is that like people know what the capabilities are from your phone, right? So like if you use CapCut or what is another one that I use? InShot or like editing apps like that versus you give it to your video guy and he puts it into Premiere or Final Cut. Like... The prospect knows that you put so much production value into it versus, like, oh, this is a, a video that my friend could make. And that's the lens that you want to look at it through. Like, the way that I always describe it is like, you want your TikTok content to be like a Snapchat video from like three, four years ago, like an Instagram story. Like, that's the kind of content that you want to be developing for ads. Like, oh, I just got this amazing new barbecue set. Like, check out what I can do with it kind of thing. That's something that I would send to you, right? Like, yeah. I would send you that. And then you're like, oh, I need to check out this new America's barbecue spice rub, whatever the heck. And then you go check it out. But if I put that branded content in front of you, you're gonna be like, oh, this is an ad. I see all kinds of ads for barbecue stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So so like give me some examples of some effective TikTok ads. I mean just high level des- description. I don't, I don't know if you have any that would be like a B2B focus. I mean for like if I'm an agency owner and I'm trying to get in front of people that need SEO services or people that need ad services yeah. or people that you know need um need web design services. Like what what would be some things that I might like have have you seen any use cases where this has worked well for for people as a platform?
1: Totally. So like your content might be something like Actually, here, I'll give you an example. I'm about to run this for us. The five most profitable offers with Facebook and TikTok ads right now, right? So then you've got like this very engaging like five sort of hand motion on the screen. I'm gonna describe the five, right? So if it's SEO, you might be like, here's the five best strategies that you can use right now to SEO your ecom site. One, two, three, four, five. If you want to see how we go in depth into producing an SEO audit for e-com brands, go to Brentweaver.com backslash audit. Boom. Right. So like the content is you talking about it's a value post, right? It's a value piece of creative where you're like, hey, here's strategy. One, two, three, four, five. You know, then at the end you've got your call to action. It's not a branded piece of video. You could shoot it on your phone in five minutes you could add all sorts of like text overlays you want your you want your captions in the video so that it's super engaging make sure the contrast is good like i like to use like yellow background black text as an example like that's just one example you know and then and then you still have your call to action at the end the winning ad formula is still in place right problem demonstration solution objection handle call to action but you're doing it through this lens of like a value-driven piece of content that gives them the strategies. And then you're like, hey, if you need help with SEO, go to brentweaver.com. I
0: also, I don't do SEO. So anybody that's like watching this right now that just tuned in like two seconds ago, and they're like... And they're like, oh, oh I didn't know Brent, Brent, SEO. Brent does, you know, and, and I also don't own brentweaver.com, but you know, <laughs> oh, are,
1: that's unfortunate.
0: I know it is. It, yeah. It's, you know, every year I email the dude that owns it. I'm like, are you ready? And he's just yeah. like, no, I don't know what he's saving it for. Right. So 10 to 15 videos. So if you're somebody that's somebody that is an inherent, like content creator, have you kind of gotten over that hump and you're you know whether you're on on a on a team or part of a team, or you're an entrepreneur and you're like creating a lot of stuff out there. Then you know, and you're already advertising on all the major the majors. Then TikTok yeah. could be a good solution for you. Um, yeah, but if totally. you're if you're if you're not in that if if would you recommend like finding influencers that are already established on TikTok if you're not that you know that content creator if you're you know yeah. in, in partnering with them and and finding ways to leverage their persona in in your own ads or you know trying to kind of sponsor them because if if they're already out there doing that stuff I mean if you're not that person like you who's creating that really cool engaging content right. like what are the workarounds to get on a platform like that
1: yeah so like if you're you know if you're an e-com brand you know you would you would want to go source creators who can produce content for you regularly that's essentially what we do with Future Content. Future Content is a talent management agency. We have creators in our network. We've already built this creator network. We know the capabilities of, this, of these creators and things like that. Um, so we produce that content for those brands so that they don't have to go through testing out all you know creators and, and things like that. But if you're doing it on your own, what you could do is you could go to Creator Marketplace through TikTok and you can actually source creators through a creator marketplace, test them out, you know see what their capabilities are and and build a little bit of a of your own hub, you know and maybe get consistent content from them and you could DIy it and go about it that way as well and so they would
0: you know these creators would create that content, it would produce it for you, you'd take that into your own ad account and you'd run Correct. traffic on those things.
1: Correct. The other thing that you can do is what's called a spark ad. So if they post that content, you know, let's say to their feed, for example, their TikTok feed, they can share the post ID back with the brand. So let's say Brent Weaver has a uh barbecue. So let's just stick with barbecue supplies <laughs> company, right? And I produce a barbecue review video for you and I post it on my TikTok. I can give you access to my video and you can run it through Brent Weaver barbecue TikTok brand account and that's what's called a spark ad and um so like in the Facebook world what you're probably familiar with is like when you use a post ID and you use that post ID in order to save the social proof as you're scaling the ads and all the things it's kind of the same um so you can actually leverage the spark ad and it'll run it you know it'll pull that content from their account they share it with you then you can run it as an ad
0: and I, you know, I haven't run ads from other people's accounts, but is that, is that cross account capability? Is that, is that something that you can do within, within Facebook? We just, I've never, I've never looked into that. I mean, is is that something yeah. unique to TikTok where you can
1: co-adopt other people's content for ads? Um, no, we whitelist, um, with Facebook as well. Like we have a bunch of influencers slash creators that we run ads through their per- personal brands and things like that, that fit the avatar for the product in which that, you know we work on and and things like that. So whitelisting is, I'd say honestly, like whitelisting is a bigger branded advertising strategy. Like when you're spending six figure budgets and you're like, how do I get more reach? How do I get more traffic? How do I hit my audience where they're not just continuing to see it from my brand? You're gonna bring in whitelisting, and then we work directly with our creators to basically provide white whitelisting opportunities to the brands that we work with. But if you're trying, if you're doing it on your own, yeah, you can. You can work with those creators through their, you know, business pages on Facebook, et cetera, and run the ads, you know, directly through their pages as well. And then you just get access to that page through your Facebook, you know, business manager and ad account.
0: Does does YouTube offer a similar? I guess the whitelisting strategy would would, would work there as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can whitelist in a in a variety of different ways, like whether you produce a new um, sort of like content publisher type channel. And sort of run things that way where you create a third-party, you know, content brand and run the ads that way as well, sort of indirectly versus directly. So you can kind of get creative with that strategy in a variety of ways. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners, E2M. They can help with all your website design, web development, SEO, and content needs for your client projects. This includes WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, BigCommerce, Webflow, Duda, SiteGlide, custom PHP applications, and much more. Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at E2MSolutions.com. That's E, the number two, M, All right, back to our show what um you know i i've I've just you know, I've got so many questions for you well <laughs> I want to talk about the the for at least for us, like the big player right now is still in terms of eating up our ad buy is is Facebook, yeah, um and they've kind of been run through the ringer in the last two weeks, uh, well, yeah, but last and like and year, recent, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I think just in terms of like ios and and things like True. that, I mean obviously those have been. Um, like the heats the hits keep on coming. It feels like for some of the social platforms or the things that they were doing, the things yeah. that they are doing uh, yeah. in terms of of privacy and and overstepping some of those down. I think they they pushed the envelope in in terms of getting integrated into people's, you know, into people's phones. Yeah. and then, you know there was there was backlash, right? Yeah, yep. um, but I think as as a platform like what are you seeing that's that's really working and still effective on on Facebook or are you seeing brands shifting more and more of their budget away?
1: Kind of maybe three things come to mind there. Um we're still spending the majority of our budget on our agency side through Facebook as well. That hasn't really changed a whole lot. So I I don't see that aspect purely going away um, in the near future. Um, That answer would probably change in the short term potentially, or in the midterm rather. couple things. Um, It really comes down to the unit economics of the actual business model. And so um, I just produced this masterclass called the 5 Most Profitable Offers on Facebook and TikTok ads right now, which anybody can get. We could post it in the show notes or something. but. I'll kind of give you some of the takeaways from that. Offer number 1, so lead gen, high ticket, you know, services like SEO agencies, marketing agencies, law firms, things like that, they're still crushing it with Facebook ads. High ticket info products, so coaching programs, skill development, things of that nature. You know, so think like digitalmarketer.com, you know, think like a guitar mastery program, a photography mastery program. Stuff like that is crushing it with Facebook ads, ecom products of a hundred dollar average order value and more. The actual break even point with ads of a one to one ROAS right now, based on the actual cost of advertising for Facebook, is actually a seventy five dollar average order value. You can run the math on it, and we don't have to belabor like all the math and losing people through the math, but like a 1 to 1 ROAS is going to happen with a $15 CPM, a 1% click through rate, a 2% conversion rate and a $75 average order value. So anything more than a $100 average order value still crushing it with Facebook ads. Fourth, um trials into subscriptions. So like paid master classes into high ticket coaching programs. $7 trials that renew into 30, 50, 60 whatever the the continuity sort of business model is still insanely successful through Facebook ads. Those are just a few of them. So those offer types are still very successful where the people slash the brands, whether it's coaches, info product owners, e-com owners, dropshippers, whatever it is, the ones that are truly getting or having the most difficulty rather. Are the ones that like are one product brands, right? At that $75 average order value price point and below. They're the ones that are getting hit the hardest, right? Because they literally can't survive. And then they think that they have an ads problem, but they have a business model problem that is masking itself as an ads problem. And so I think you're gonna continue to see those like smaller businesses priced out of advertising. You know, the guys and gals who don't really want to scale, who are, you know, 20, 30 K a month Shopify stores, they're gonna get priced out. I've got a bunch of them in my ads coaching program right now. They're like, what am I gonna do? I'm like, change your offer. Mm. Right? Change your acquisition strategy. It's pretty simple. Like you're going to bat with with a knife and this is a gunfight. So, like those are the advertisers that are gonna to continue to get priced out, get phased out. And that's what iOS did, right? iOS phased out all the the advertisers who were hacky, who could get by on like Facebook being really good with their audience targeting, and they could go put their little faux tree ad in front of this guy who ha- likes organic product and they sold twenty dollar items and made a couple bucks every time they sold it, right? that's the guy or gal or business model that is getting phased out because of iOS because once that tracking goes away and i'm like hey you need a $500 att- a month attribution software and they're like oh my god that's so much money and i'm like well then your business is going to die and then it dies right because like they don't want to invest into the process because they never wanted to get to 100k a month 200k a month anyways and they're afraid of spending 10k 20k a month or more on ads those are the ones that are having the most struggle. You know, The, the pre-established businesses find other ways, whether they launch new offers, whether they to add more upsells and cross-sells on the back end of their funnels so they increase customer lifetime value, things like that. Those guys are fine. Sure, they're getting hit from a profitability perspective, but they can innovate.
0: Will, dude, I love this conversation. We're going to have to have you back <laughs> on a future show. Do you have time to stick around for a quick lightning round? Absolutely, let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Oh wow, uh, I wish I came more prepared with that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the honest answer though. Um, the one that came to mind most immediately when you asked it, a friend of mine a few years ago told me he told me to be money effing hungry, and it was more from like the entrepreneur mindset perspective in driving the decisions that I was making in order to grow my business. That's some of the best advice I've ever gotten.
0: Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success?
1: Persistence. Tenacity, for sure.
0: Can you share a, a tool, app, or resource that you use regularly that you think our listeners would find valuable?
1: Yeah, totally. Actually, I found a, a cool one today. So I can't take credit for this one, but it's called monkeylearn.com where you can actually turn like your website reviews, your Amazon reviews, etc. into keywords that you can use for copywriting. So I just learned of that one today. Uh, actually, someone in our, our mastermind group shared it with me, and so it's very top of mind. I think a lot of your listeners can probably use it. And what book would you recommend and why? Uh, the 16-word sales letter. It's basically a copywriting framework. I mean, the key to anything marketing is messaging. And so the more willing that anybody's willing to go through that, that's a that was a big one for me a few years back so I would highly recommend sixteen word sales letter
0: well we can uh, we'll link out a 16 word sales letter as well as monkeylearn.com over to our show notes yougurus.com forward slash podcast along with lots of notes uh takeaways, nuggets from today's episode will how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out
1: uh for sure so if anybody wants to check out that free masterclass. You could go to EliteMediaBuyersAcademy.com backslash five-offers. That's that breakdown of the five most profitable offers with Facebook and TikTok ads right now. If that's not your forte, you can hit me up on LinkedIn. I've got all kinds of uh, content and material that I share there. Or if you just genuinely want to go to EliteMediaBuyersAcademy.com, that's the fastest results that I could get anyone is if they if they if they go check that stuff out. There's a variety of other places to find me too, but EliteMediaBuyersAcademy.com is going to help you get some quick results with your marketing pretty pretty quickly in the next 30 days.
0: Awesome! And if you're out on the road, if you're on a run or like me on your bike, and you didn't have time to write all that stuff down, just check out YouGurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're listening to this week of, click on Will's picture right up at the top. And you'll get all those links organized in one nice, neat package. So if you're looking to have a new uh, advertising superstar to LinkedIn stock <laughs> or internet stock, we'll make sure that Will's resources are all in one place for you. So check that out, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Will, thanks so much for stopping by the program today.
1: Pleasure. Glad to be here with you.
0: And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want this free gift all about how to scale to six and seven figures and beyond in your agency, just text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. That's the word freedom to 720-792-8036. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver.